everyone, and welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin, and today with my very special guest, Nathan Hale of Maple Street Movies, we'll be discussing Witness for the Prosecution from 1957, starring Charles Lofton, Marlene Dietrich, and Tyrone Power, directed by Billy Wilder. Hey, how's it going? Hello, everyone. Hello, Harrison. Happy to be back and happy to be talking about this movie. It's uh, one of my all-time favorites. Heck yeah. And so before we get started, why don't you kind of introduce yourself and kind of tell the audience a little bit about your channel? Yes, I'd love to. So hello, everyone. My name is Nathan. Been on the channel before. Uh, love talking classic movies. And so Harrison and I, you can imagine, we get along pretty well. Um, but uh, my channel is all about classic movies, classic TV shows. Um, recently, I've been doing rankings for actors of the classic era. So I have like an Olivia de Havilland ranking, uh, funny enough, a top 10 Charles Lawton ranking, a James Stewart ranking. And so if you love the classics, then pay a visit to Maple Street. Um, the idea is that whenever you're on Maple Street, we're going to be talking about something classic or something that you like, hopefully. And so it's a great time. And I'm happy to be here today. Yeah. So like you said, make sure to follow him at his channel, guys, and I'll have links to that in the description below. And then one of the other reasons why I like bringing Nathan on is we'll discuss uh, Billy Wilder movies. Last time we talked about Some Like a Hot, so this time we're talking about Witness for the Prosecution. So uh, kind of before we get started with our review, what are your kind of initial impressions or thoughts of Witness for the Prosecution? So Witness for the Prosecution um, is one of my all-time favorites. Um, and I'm, I'm probably spoiling a little bit of what my scores are going to be coming up. But to give you an idea, when I first saw it, it was a time where I was just getting into Billy Wilder. I had seen The Apartment. I had seen Some Like It Hot, but I hadn't really seen anything else from him. And so I really wanted to dive deeper and it was kind of this good time of not only was I discovering Billy Wilder, but I was also discovering Charles Lawton. And so to my pleasant surprise, I saw they did a movie together. And I also love courtroom dramas. 12 Anger Men's one of my favorites of all time. And so I had high expectations and going into it with those high expectations, I'll just I'll put it like this. I still my expectations were still exceeded like it still was able to deliver and then some um and so was very impressed and i actually remember um watching the movie with two of my roommates in college and they were also both equally like invested and big fans and it made me happy and all prideful because i'm like this proves that like old movies are great because a lot of people yes. just you know push them aside and it's like no like you're missing so many great movies and so it was also a proud moment for me of like see like this is what you're missing when you um disregard a movie because it's black and white for an example so that's kind of like my initial um introduction to witness for the prosecution and since then i've seen it i mean i could tell you exactly how many times i've seen it because of good old letterbox but i think oh, i've seen yeah. it about three or four times and it, it, i love it every time oh awesome well, for me, this is kind of my first time ever watching it. And uh, what was kind of funny about it was I was first watching it on, I don't know if you've heard of Campy or Canopy or not. Yeah, I have. 
yeah, so I was watching it and then it stopped playing halfway through because they took it off in the middle of the night while I was oh, watching no. it. Oh no. So, so that's like, happened no. to me before. It's the worst. <laughs> oh, it's awful. So luckily I found it on Tubi to finish it. I was like, crap, I need to oh, watch God. this. <laughs> yeah, the movie you you can't really miss the ending. The the ending is very crucial to the movie. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that, but mm-hmm. no, I um I've been loving Billy Wilder's movies so far. I a couple months ago I did a I picked like five of his filmography and kind of did reviewing all of them. And he's he's a really great director. I could totally see why he's super appreciated and yeah. whatnot. So yeah, Absolutely. no, so I, so I was really eager and excited to do this one as well. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that. That that that's amazing to hear. Love that. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some essential movie details about Witness for the Prosecution. Now, some of these are from the IMDb page, so take it with a grain of salt, right? But um, supposedly, Charles Lofton, who is known as being a little moody and difficult to work with on set. He's mm-hmm. apparently a dream to work with, according to Billy Wilder, mm-hmm. that he's like super professional and all that. You, you have something to add to that? Well, I was just going to say I, I had heard that before and I'd heard that this oh. project specifically was just like um, Charles Lawton worked well with everyone. And conversely, everyone worked well with him because he worked well with everyone. And you could just tell that like he cared about the project. I think it kind of speaks for itself the fact that he was so happy and people were happy with him you know and so um i just add on to that that doesn't surprise me i think that's really cool yeah well and i think what's an interesting story from this is uh billy wilder later recalled that when they were on set one day normally the assistant director would read the actor's lines with the extras because he was doing i guess the scenes of just the extras well charles lawton decided to do it to do it instead and not only did the judge, but he also did Marlene Dietrich's lines, his own lines. So he did like all these different characters for the extras. I wish I could have seen it. That's all I'll say. I wish I could have seen that so bad. <laughs> yeah. I- I'd be curious to see if he did voices too. <laughs> oh, I bet he did. I'm sure he did. Yeah. He was so talented. I wouldn't put it past him at all. Yeah. So for Billy Wilder, it was a great, great experience for him. And he thought that Charles Lofton was a great actor and had great range. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love hearing that. Yeah. And then one more detail, you'll get a kick out of this one. So Alfred Hitchcock said many times people have told me that they've enjoyed witness for the prosecution. They thought it was my film instead of Billy Wilder's (laughs) and vice versa. Uh, Wilder told me that people talked about the paradigm case thinking it was his. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's amazing. I've seen both of those too, and I can I can see that. That's I love that connection. Yeah, and you know, as we'll talk about this film, it kind of feels like a Hitchcock film. So I could totally see oh, totally. why people would make that mistake. Yeah, I completely agree. I if I hadn't known, like if I wasn't on the Billy Wilder kick and I wasn't as big of a fan of Hitchcock, then I could totally have seen myself watching it blindly and being like oh yeah, I'll add this to my Hitchcock ranked list and then being like, wait a sec, this isn't even Hitchcock. Like I could totally see myself falling for that. Yeah, no, me too. Because 
even some of the promotion kind of reminded me of what they did with Psycho. Like, don't tell people yeah. how it ends and all of that. Totally. All right. Well, let's get into our thoughts on the film itself. So on a scale of one to five, what do you give the plot? I'm going to give it a five. Um, it, it's uh, for me. Okay. So I actually did a, not to put a plug in for myself, but I did a whole video <laughs> essay on witness for the prosecution, how much I love the movie. And one of the things I talk about is how well the plot works um, for the movie, because it was an adaptation of an Agatha Christie novel and um, hers ends with the, the big reveal and then it just kind of ends. Whereas Billy Wilder's script, it adds on several more twists that were not part of the original story. And I think it actually works really well as part of the story. And so the plot to me, the fact that you're basing it off of source material, you know, it's always tricky because you're, you're always going to make someone not happy. There's always going to be one person that's unhappy or whatever. Right, but right. in this case, I think it's one of the, one, one of the rare situations where the adaptation is arguably better than the source material because it kept what was special about it and then added even more onto it. And I thought that was really cool. So I'm giving it a five out of five. Nice. Well, hmm. I'm going to disagree with you there. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. <laughs> no, I give it a four out of five. Um, okay. Honestly, the what you mentioned right there was how they added on the twists and stuff at the end. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that makes sense because I felt it was forced. <laughs> oh, really? Like I felt like it changed and took all of the steam of from the buildup of the actual plot. Well, not actual, mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so for me, I wasn't a huge fan of all the twists at the end and now I'm okay. Spoiling it. Uh, film's almost eight years old now or seven. Okay, years old cool. Now. I didn't know if we were spoiling. So cool. Now that you've said that I'll spoil too. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the ending is well, the original, whatever the, the court case finds is that the, Marlene Dietrich's character is guilty of framing uh, Tyrone Power's character and all that. Mm -hmm. But as it turns out, as they're leaving the courtroom, it's just Charles Lofton and her. Turns out she was actually covering for him because she still loves her husband and mm -hmm. he got off scot-free and all that. And then this huge tussle and you could add on too, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I can totally see where you're coming from. I think initially even when i saw it for the first time it was i was taken back by how many twists there are because the whole movie you're wondering is he innocent or is he guilty right and so that's the one reveal you're expecting so you get the reveal um that he was guilty and that she was covering for him but then on top of that it's like okay cool like all taken care of. It looks like he was guilty. I knew it all along, you know, but then the movie keeps going and you find out not only was he guilty, he was also playing Marlene Dietrich. And then you're not expecting Marlene Dietrich to murder him. Right. And then he's murdered. And now there's a whole new court case. And the last thing you're expecting is for Charles Lawton to now be the defense for Marlene Dietrich by the end of it all. And so it, it, I can definitely see how, one would feel that there's almost maybe even many too many twists or it's forced. Uh, I, I definitely see how that's valid. I think for me, it was the thrill of the moment, the first watch where it was like, 
we think it's over and another thing happens and i'm watching it with two roommates so we're like what what and there's Wait, like what? an audience yeah exactly and maybe if i was watching it alone i'd be like what it, like why do they keep doing this but it was kind of like the moment and then ever since then it's just solidified in my mind as like the thrill of the moment like i can't now when i watch it i anticipate the twists and i actually i talk about this a little bit in the video essay but i counted there's seven twists all together at the end <laughs> now granted granted one of those twists i i i stretched a little bit one of the twists is that the um elsa lanchester knows the whole time that he has brandy and not hot chocolate but it's still kind of a twist you know it's just that extra cherry on top twist of the movie just to seal the deal but uh it, it's insane that there's that many twists and the movie still works because even you gave it a four out of five and so like right i didn't hate it it's still yeah i was gonna say like it still works and so i just think that's so fascinating yeah well i and i've been thinking too maybe it just takes multiple viewings it and it was also like 2 a.m when i watched it but that's but, fair that's fair yeah but i i do think that it may be a little too many twists maybe if they cut down yeah. on one or two of those but who knows? I could be totally wrong on that. I don't know. Well, but. I, I just like picturing Billy Wilder like, all right, I got the twists and picture this in his accent. And he's like, what if I added another twist? And then like five twists later, he's still like, okay, but one more twist. And just they're like, stop more. it. Like, stop. No. <laughs> and he's like, I'm doing it. And they're like, no. And like, I, I could just, obviously it didn't happen that way, but I like picturing this crazy like party around it. Like everyone's some half the room's like stop it billy while you're ahead the other people are like keep going like it's just this crazy party for no reason i like picturing that for some reason <laughs> no i think that'd be awesome you know and i wonder what uh agatha christie because i think she was still alive at the time would have thought yeah so i actually um i know way more than i should know about this movie just because i did that video essay <laughs> But I, I actually, I heard um, Billy Wilder said in an interview that she had told him that it was the best adaptation she had ever seen of one of her um, adaptations. And obviously this is, uh, or one of her source, one of her novels. Now, obviously this is 1957, it came out. And so how many other adaptations have come out since then and also after her death. But that, that's in an interview somewhere, at least that he acknowledged that like she approved. And so... If Agatha approves of the seven twists, then, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's hard to argue there. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, sorry, I don't want to keep talking because we're only on the first point. But I will say, no, I do think I am intrigued to hear what a second viewing is like for you. Because it's one of those movies that it's not the same movie on two watches. The first watch, you think the whole time he's innocent. Whereas the second watch, you know he's guilty. Mm. And so every single thing that happens, you know it's a cover-up. And you know they mention little things early on that hint at the ending. And obviously you don't pick up on it the first time because you don't know you're looking for that. And so right, right. I, I'd be intrigued to hear what you think of it the second time. I'll, I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. No, you might be onto something because <sighs> then you'll look at Tyrone pa Powers' character and be like, He's Absolutely. totally Ryan right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's great because he gives such a good performance in the movie. And I remember even when I first saw it, I think in the back of my head. So it was like the, the devil and the angel. It's like I was convinced he was innocent. But then there was also that that other voice pestering at me like but this and this like he could. He, I think he's guilty. And I couldn't decide. 
And it really wasn't until it reveals it that I was finally like, okay, he is guilty. Like I couldn't convince myself a hundred percent one way or another. And so the second viewing definitely obviously changes that. Sure. Sure. Well, all right. Well, since we're kind of talking about that, what are your thoughts on the acting? Yeah. Well, Hey, uh, Tyrone powers is great. Um, Charles Lawton is incredible. So a little bit of background, Charles Lawton. Um, I was showing Harrison this before we started, but I have a signed autograph from him in my background. It's my prized possession. Uh, Charles Lawton is my second favorite actor of all time, just behind Jimmy Stewart. And, and I, I love his performance here. I love his performance as not only kind of the cranky old man, but also a man who still has like uh, a civil duty to honor the law and honor his country and to do like his part in um, making sure there's justice. And then on top of that, he's funny too. And, and, and he's able to show the emotion in his character. One thing that is so fascinating to me about Charles Lawton is he doesn't have the traditional look of a movie star um <laughs> and, and and it's why i love him so much he looks like someone you could pull off the street but yet all of a sudden he is this powerhouse and he's so talented um i think he was the first british actor to ever win the oscar for best actor in a leading role for king henry the eighth but i'll have to look into that but what i'm getting at is that he's so talented and this movie though late in his career he would die only a few years after this it it's his it's his spotlight movie. It's the highlight of his career. And then um, Marlene Dietrich, I love her performance. She was convinced she was going to get nominated for an Oscar. And I'm sad looking back on it. Uh, not only was she not nominated, but they nominated Elsa Lanchester, who was the supporting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. oh, like, yeah, that's like kind of a slap in the face. But um, what can you do? But anyway, sorry. Five out of five for acting. Um, <laughs> If you haven't picked up on it by now, you're going to see this five number appear a lot in this episode. <laughs> oh, I'm actually not going to disagree with you there too much. I gave yes. it a four out of five, um, mostly because of Charles Lawton. I thought mm -hmm. he was absolutely incredible. And mm -hmm. I'll add a little more to him. What I yeah. love is they kind of show him at the beginning. He seems a little weak and old and feeble. But yeah. once he's in the courtroom, he's like, like all in like he's totally awake he's totally uh what i'm trying to say here is like alert yeah he's all alert and attentive yeah. and all that i really liked that i thought that was really, I, really cool i love that too i got chills when you said but once you put him in the courtroom i'm like yeah like yeah i was like yes like put him in the courtroom um but i totally agree he was totally in his element and, and the first time i watched the movie um i don't know if you remember this scene since it was so late but when he's uh um speaking to marlene dietrich she's on the witness stand and he calls her chronic and habitual liar and he like yeah. yells the word liar yeah and, like yeah, the yeah. first time i watched it it caught me off guard and i think it does like, that for many it's like okay cool like and it's what it's one of my favorite scenes of the movie and of his career because it's just so good it's unexpected and then it's just all of a sudden just so much force and power in that one word liar it's it's great yeah no i i love that scene too and 
I also love when he's going up and down the stairs on his little chairlift. Oh, <laughs> that my was goodness. hilarious. <laughs> I could watch that on repeat all day, especially he's like doing this face where he's like, yeah, <laughs> like he does the funniest faces. And I'm like, this guy's the best. Like, I love this guy. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's definitely the highlight for me. And mm. I, I would I would say the same for Marlene uh, Dietrich. She was great, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish they utilized her a little bit more. I felt she was kind of missing from it. Yeah, maybe that's what they needed. Maybe that's what it needed for her to get that extra um, extra boost for a, an Oscar nomination. Yeah, because you're telling me it was Elsa Lanchester who did? She's in like two scenes. <laughs> yeah, so she got nominated for Best Supporting, and I think Mar- Marlena would have been nominated for Best Lead. And mm. it's hard because like when I was looking at who actually got nominated that year, I haven't seen any of the movies, so I can't speak to like, oh, they chose this actress over that. Like, it wouldn't be fair, mm. but it was still like, oh, this is crazy. And if she would have been qualified as a supporting, then it's an especially big punch to the face that Elsa beat her because then it's like, oh my gosh, like they're in the same category and you're telling me Elsa beats her because Elsa's fine. Like she, she does a yeah. good job, but she's not better than marlene dietrich no if no. they're in the same category so i'm like oh geez so that that's crazy to me <laughs> it's so it's so nuts some of those academy awards in general i look back on some of them and i'm like what really? like how did yeah like i still am baffled the uh the judge or whatever from mr smith goes to washington was nominated for best supporting and i'm like I, he just like tapped on the table and like quiet people down. yeah i'm like what did he like he smiled or uh, i don't know but anyways i yeah, that should be claude rains at least yeah i know i was gonna say yeah i think i think claude rains was nominated i think they both got a nomination which is even crazier the two actors got nominated and one of them's i think his name's harry carey i could be wrong on that but anyways yes anyways um yeah let's see I'm going to disagree with you here about Tyrone Power. I I wasn't a huge fan of his, um, but maybe watching it the second time will change that because I felt he was kind of flat and hamming it up a little too much for me. Yeah. I but could maybe see... it'd be more nefarious the second time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, the first watch, it, he seemed very kind of suave isn't the right word, but... He maybe just confident and he knew what he was talking about. And I especially liked him when he was under pressure in court. But on the flip side, I could see why that would be a little hammy for other people where it's like, okay, like get this guy off the stage. Come on. So yeah, I like I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. He reminded me a little bit of how William Holden can be sometimes. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of his either. Yeah. I don't know. No, I could see that too. Yeah. But anyways, I still really liked uh, Charles and Marlene. I think they were the best part of it for me. If it was just them, it would have been a five out of five. Hands down. Oh, sweet. Oh, good to know. Dang it. Dang it, Tyrone. (laughs) (laughs) I know. He had to Ah. power it up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Well played. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Anyways, let's move on to directing. What are your thoughts on directing? I mean, Billy Wilder is one of my all-time favorite directors. In fact, this is my favorite movie from his filmography oh really <laughs> yeah i mean spoiler alert for my billy wilder ranking video like this is number one and so um 
I, I think he does a great job. And I know, I know the um, directing and writing are different and I've already acknowledged that I thought it was a good adaptation, but not only do you have to have like a good written movie, but you now have to use this, the material that you've written and put it on the screen and actually, I mean, I don't need to explain directing to you people, but direct the, direct it, like make sure it happens the way you envision it. And I think everything works really well. So another five from me. Nice. I sound disappointed. Another five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Can't believe it. Another five. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh. Well, you know what? I actually agree. I also gave it a five. Yeah, let's um, go. <laughs> even though I wasn't a huge fan of the writing, I think it could have mm -hmm. been because there's like three or four people who are credited for the screenplay. That could have been oh, it too. Yeah, yeah. Usually that's a bad sign, at least for me. But I, I think where the strong suits of Billy Wilder come through are in his direction where, you know, like I thought the scenes he set up were really good, especially in the courtroom. Mm -hmm. I thought the characters, they have great presence. You know, um, even if I didn't, was a huge fan of the plot, I still thought the characters were great. And mm -hmm. And just the choices he made with that camera angles, dialogue. I give it all to him because yeah. he really was a huge influence and impact on the film mm -hmm. and was the best part, honestly. Amen. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to cinematography and special effects. Not really <laughs> any special effects except for one, but I know. Thoughts on that? Oh, uh, I was going to say, uh, this one's always hard. I remember I had a hard time on this one with Some Like It Hot as well. Just the the older black and white movies, I have a hard time pinpointing what I love about the cinematography. It's more so the attitude of like, there's nothing I dislike about it. And so it's like a cop out because I want my final letterbox score to be a five out of five. And so the cop out is that I want to give this a five by default. But it, it like it's not a movie i'm writing home about of like oh my gosh have you seen Winners for the prosecution cinematography is incredible in it like you gotta watch it for that you know it's not i don't think anyone's having that conversation um but it's nothing bad like i like what i see and everything so i i'm kind of just like a, a default I, I like i will give a disappointed five here because it's like i don't even have a good reason to give it a five i just need to give it a five because i don't dislike it at all okay yeah well i like it i give it a five <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but i i do see what you're talking about though because there's nothing like jarring or really interesting like in say citizen kane or anything like yes. that yes yeah even for a courtroom drama it feels pretty i would say average yeah um but i did i did like those scenes a lot i think they were the best part of it the courtroom scenes and then mm -hmm. Kind of a special effect. I like the little monocle. I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, uh, you yeah. You use okay. that when, to like interrogate people. Yeah. When you're talking about special effects in my head, I was thinking, what is, is that something in the trailer? Like, do they do some sort of transition <laughs> in the monocle? Okay. I totally know what you're talking about. Hey, yeah. Good catch. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, I wish you used it more. I thought that was a pretty, pretty I uh, know. effective tactic. <laughs> yes. I loved it. And I love how... I think it's in one of the posters for the movie. Like it is, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say you, you see the monocle in the poster. It's like it's totally a trait of his character. I love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't really have much. 
I don't have much to add to what I've already said. So five out yeah. of five. <laughs> I was going to say it's a it's a pretty straightforward category. I think the same, at least for me, goes for music. What are your thoughts on music? I was going to say, like, I, cinematography and music for me, it's almost like, like, yeah, I want to give it a five by default. It's definitely not a five out of five movie for music. But, like, it, I think more so cinematography and music for this movie are just not applicable in my mind. Like, they're, they're both fine. I don't even know if there is. I don't think there is music in this movie. I think it starts with music maybe and ends with music, but I don't. Oh no no! There's some. I th there's some there's in the courtroom, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. There's some music here and there, but it's not a movie that I know. Like Psycho, right away you think of the music. You don't think of the music for this, and so, um, I mean, like cinematography, I'll give it a five because it matches my overall score. But I'm also gonna throw in a not applicable card for this one because it's just not something that stands out to me on this but i don't want to rate it lower than a five yeah gotcha well i gave it a three and a half out of five um, yeah that's fair <laughs> mostly because it's not memorable but even the music that is there it just feels generic you know exactly like, like you mentioned psycho when you hear the psycho music you know exactly what that's from mm -hmm. or if you see metropolis you hear the metropolis music you know it's from that or mm -hmm. so I don't know what the excuse is here, Billy Wilder. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. No kidding. I seriously, I'm with you on the three and a half, maybe even lower. I just can't physically bring myself to say that because then it would affect my overall rating. So right, it's right. getting a five. <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't affect mine overall too much. So speaking of that, I kind of already know the answer, but what's your overall score? <laughs> I know. I haven't been very good at uh, keeping that a secret. Um, I'm giving it a three out of five. No, everyone's like, hey, yes. do you know how to do math? Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> five out of five for me. It's a perfect movie. It's in my top 25 of all time. And um, I actually, the year, so every year on my channel, I do an award show um, specifically awarding movies that i saw for the first time the previous year and so like 2023 award show will be out um pretty soon here and the reason i'm saying all this is because the first year i did it was honoring the year that i saw witness for the first time and it was a nominee for best picture and it lost to parasite which like i i i don't necessarily <laughs> regret nowadays like parasite's still a top 25 and so is witness but there's part of me that's like i just wish i could have looked into the future and 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 thought i think witness will be a little bit more um have a, a larger effect on me than parasite but what i'm getting at is it could have won best picture which is basically saying the best movie i watched in 2020 the year i saw it for the first time and so one of my all-time favorite movies um, for all the reasons we talked about today. And and if there's anything I missed, then just watch my video. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll definitely have a link to that below oh. so people can get more in-depth analysis. I was going to say, I promise I'm not desperate for you to watch my video. It just like <laughs> it worked in my, in my sentence. So I had to throw that in there. But you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well... I'm not going to completely disagree with you there. I, I gave it a 4.3, which I'm rounding to a 4 out of 5. Love it. So, sounds about right. Um, and I would recommend this movie too. You know, I really liked mm -hmm. the cast and I thought the tension was great. Um, 
if you like twist endings, you'll probably really like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I don't like too many twists, but I'm hoping if I see it again, maybe it'll it'll change for me and maybe bump up to a five. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I still felt the ending was a little hashed and a little rushed for me. There's but, a lot that happens. And maybe it was just overwhelming. So if I see it again, I'll let you know if it changes or not. Yeah, please do. And I was going to say, I mentioned earlier, there's seven twists. One thing I failed to mention, it's seven twists in seven minutes too. So it happens all very Oh, fast. wow. <laughs> so it's insane. Like I actually, it was only making the video that I was looking at it. And I was like, there's no way this works. Like where it's seven twists in seven. And I was like, it does. Like that's what happens. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So fun little fact there too well there you go well then definitely check out nathan's video guys <laughs> sorry you all really don't have to i promise stay on harrison's channel he has a lot of movies i'm talking about one movie he has so many movies to talk about so stay here <laughs> no 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 but those are kind of our thoughts i think on witness for the prosecution uh any last things you want to mention about it before we close today I'll, I'll be honest, I better not say any last things because we'll just be here for even longer. I, I think I've, I've said my piece. I think the viewers know I, I like this movie a little bit. And so um, watch the movie. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, sorry, we spoiled it. But I mean, still watch it. It's a great movie and I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on, man. This is a blast. Yes. Thank you for having me again. And Yeah. And uh, plug your channel again before we go. Yeah. Yeah. So Maple Street movies, um, home of classic content. And then uh, the occasional random video. I, I have like an ongoing series where I do a Hunger Game simulation where I throw in. Uh, Those are fun. <laughs> it's a blast. It, it's a nightmare to edit, but it's a blast to watch, um, to, to look at the simulation. But 24 random movie characters, 12 guys, 12 girls, all thrown in the arena. I have no say in it. I'm just the moderator and I just narrate what the simulation says. And we've had, um, I've had four, three, three or four, I think. Oh, uh, four seasons. I've had four seasons of that. Now, um, season five will come out someday, but it's a blast. So things like that, it's not only talking about classic films. It's also just like getting involved and, we're talking about movies. So if you like movies, um, stop on by Maple Street. And my cheesy catchphrase, I hope you enjoy your stay while you're there. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And I'll have links to all that below, guys. And thank you all so much for watching and listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow me at Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies, where I discuss details about the week's particular film. And then new podcasts are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and on YouTube and Rumble Mondays at 7 p.m. And again, thank you so much for coming on, Nathan. And thank you all so much for listening. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. It's my guest, Nathan. Take care. Bye.